Hi, everyone. I just wanted to say that I recorded this episode about a month ago when I attended the concert, and it was completely safe and fine for me to be attending the concert. It was not canceled. There were no restrictions. So I hope you enjoy the reflections that I had. I'm so grateful I was able to go to this concert and I didn't have to miss out on it because of the virus that's spreading around the globe. But I do hope that you all are safe and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. So last night I went to the Sarah McLaughlin concert that was in Denver and it was amazing. That's not why I'm talking about this uh, right now. It was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. What happened was I was uh, watching Sarah sing Sweet Surrender. It was the slow version of that. And as she sang, I noticed that there were two very, very large angels that were hanging up to the left and the right of her. One of them was a male angel, and, and that was on the left, and then on the right, there was a female one. And as she sang, I mean, I'm, I'm tearing up right now because it really truly was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. Because as she sang, her voice opened up this ability to call in these angels. And there was a, a ripple effect, like it was a synergistic effect, I guess is the best way to describe it that the audience received a healing. So if you're thinking, you know, the song of Sweet Surrender, and what is healing? You know, it is that sweet surrender. It is the letting go of, of needing to be in charge of it, I should say. And here, this audience, I mean, I, it was palpable. I mean, I, I wish that I could just like interview everybody who was there because as she's singing and as these angels appear and as this energy healing goes through the audience, I just became overwhelmed with the feeling of healing coming through. And it it was very similar to the, the feeling that I get when I'm working with a client and a loved one comes through and wants to tell them how much they love that person. And it immediately usually brings me to tears and I can't control it. And it's just overwhelming. It's like the vibration is so high that it just shakes loose, you know, my whole body. Like I lose control. There's a sweet surrender and I'm just like bawling my eyes out in front of my client. And I'm like, it's a good thing. You know, they love you and they're trying to tell me and show me how much they love you and send that to you through me. And that's what it was last night, except for I was among probably a thousand people. And, you know, I, I th also found it very interesting that the theater, I believe, was sold out. And next to me, um, to the right of me, there was four empty seats. I think that I try to hold it together a lot, you know, and try not to appear crazy or overly emotional or weird or whatever. So had I had people sitting to my right, because my partner was to my left, 
and I feel safe with her, I was, I just cried. I just allowed my body to see what it was seeing and feel what it was feeling. And I actually had to close my eyes because I, I couldn't handle the love that was coming from these um, angelic beings to the audience. And I could feel how I was being healed and they were being healed and what a gift Sarah McLaughlin is and how much healing she brings with her songs. And it was funny because throughout the night, she talked about her songs always being depressing and, you know, she's always trying to get over a horrible breakup. And, and yet she says it brings her such joy to create these songs because it's such a healing um, vibration that comes from it. And, and she can share it with us and it brings her joy to be able to share that with us. And, and you could feel that joy, I guess, emanating from her and the picture or the image that I saw of her singing was similar to when Ariel is going like the ah, you know, and I don't even remember exactly what happens in in that, but um, I remember you know things changing, you know, in a very odd way. Like she, her voice comes back to her, and you know she realizes who she is, or something like that. It was an important moment, and anyway, it was, so it was it, it was amazing because as she sung, it created this portal and these angels could provide this healing and it was overwhelming. And I just wanted to share that. And as an aside, she sang the song um, Angel that I'm sure we all know um, because of the dog rescue commercials that she did or her song was on. And uh, as she's singing in the arms of an angel, I saw all the angels that protect the people in the audience. And the angels were so proud to be there protecting both her and all of us, but being like, that's our song. Like she's singing about us. And there was such a sense of pride among them. And as I tuned into what that pride that they're feeling and she, and there's one line and I, it was towards the end and I can't remember what it was. It was like this veil was lifted and I could see everyone's angels. And it was like, deep and it was like almost like the a mirror image of that's probably what it was it was a mirror image of the audience and you know how like when you're in a theater that it goes up like the the levels go up you know the, the seating goes up and that was the way it was with the angels it was similar to that where you could just see all the angels that were there protecting all of us and it was beautiful but it was less emotional. It was more a sense of pride and it was like cute. And I kept smiling and I kept being like, I see what you're saying. You know, I see that you're protecting us and I see that you take pride in this song. And I see that it was a victory to get Sarah to perform this, you know, not today necessarily, because, but years ago when she wrote the song and then performed it. And then it became this thing that helped a lot of people through emotional things as well as probably help rescue dogs get adopted. So anyway, I just wanted to share that. It really was the most beautiful experience. And I, I truly feel changed because of it. And uh, my eyes are open in a different way. And I, and, I, and I was saying to my partner that I just feel so blessed that I get to see things like that, the other side of life and this invisible thing that we often miss because we're too busy whatever reason, you know, I get that privilege to be able to see and feel and know that we're safe and that we are taken care of and we're watched over. And there's more than we understand. And, and, and I'm sure it will come out in years to come. 
about the exact healing that happens when somebody sings from their heart, from their true essence, from their true voice, from their pain, and then transforms it and releases it to the audience. Like that is being studied right now. You know, it's sound therapy. And and I know from my own personal work and working with people that when we become our truest expression of ourselves. It is healing for ourselves and others. And our vibration ripples through the quantum field and pings into people in ways that they're like, wow, I want that, you know, or what did she do to get that? Or I'm on that same path, you know, and it's just beautiful. And I thank God that she had the strength to step into her power and perform from her heart and provide these healing messages for people. I mean, my babysitter's mom came to pick her up when I came home and she's a friend of mine. And I told her, you know, cause she knows what I do. And I said, you know, this is what happened. And she goes, Oh my gosh, you know, like her music I listened to when my parents were getting divorced and it helped me through. And it made me remember all the amazing things that I've experienced because of her music. You know, like I remember feeling lost in, at Syracuse University, you know, I had just left this small town and I'm like in this huge city and I'm living with somebody who I don't even know. And, and I just missed my home and I missed my family. And I would put that on and I just felt like I was connected back to my family because they listened to her. And I, I believe I had attended already a Lilith fair at that time. And so it brought that connection, which was amazing. And then I, I also went to this concert with a bunch of friends and I was telling them this amazing story. This was before I even started to do energy work or meditate or anything, but I guess my vibration was right because I I left my job in Brooklyn to go get Sarah's new album in 2003. And I was like, you know, I, I, where should I go? Like I asked myself, where should I go? And I'm like, you know, just get on the train. And then when it feels right, just jump off and, and get you know, the album. And I was so new to the city that I really didn't know where a good spot would be to go to get this. So I, I wound up getting off at 14th Street, which anybody who's from New York knows it's a it's a major hub. And, and there's a Barnes and Noble that's right there. And it's it was four stories. I don't even know if it's still there, but it probably is. And as I, I got out, I was like, oh, perfect. I'll go into the Barnes and Noble. And as I walked in, there was um, her CD, but it was also this deal. If you bought a CD, you got a ticket to see her live performing like in two weeks on the fourth floor to a small audience. And it was like 30 to 50 people at most there. And you got to like do a meet and greet. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, what are, what are the chances, you know? And I bought five CDs and I was so excited to tell my family, like, come be my guest, you know, like meet Sarah, you know, this is going to be so much fun. And unfortunately it happened to be the same weekend that my little sister was doing something in Syracuse. And I feel like it was parents weekend or something like that. And they had already committed and I already couldn't go because I had something else that was going on that weekend. So they couldn't go, but I brought other friends. Um, and when I met Sarah, there's very few times in my life that I'm actually speechless and that was one of them. <laughs> I just handed her the CD and I just looked at her like with wide eyes and I, I could not speak. I wonder what she thinks when people just look at her like bizarre, <laughs> like they're crazy. Like I just couldn't get the words out. And um, I wonder what that's like. But anyway, that's my story of Sarah McLaughlin and how I, she changed my life last night yet again. So thanks for listening.
All content provided by Amy Stark and her guests on the Ophelia Podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist. 